Hi and xin chào. Hello, which is hello in Vietnamese. Um, welcome again to Left Does Life with Big J. We are two humans who've experienced the full rainbow of life, which we would like to share to you all. This is bite-size um, conversations which uh, is turning into quite um, deep and long length conversations. So thank you for hanging in there. <laughs> uh, so for this week, um, today's recording, we thought to keep it light and short, we hope, um, on the topic of friendships. Yes. Since we categorize our podcasts in general on like mental health kind of stuff, um, yeah, Julian has, BJ has some thoughts on friendships. But before that, let's do a quick check in with each other. Lev, can you share how your drumming practice, music making, is going? So I actually haven't done like actual drumming practice for like since April and then today I just started mm. doing it again. So I don't actually have a drum kit or drumsticks. I'm just using improvised drumsticks. I like I made I turn chopsticks into drumsticks and just finding objects in my house to work. Yeah. It's going well. Like I I'm picking it up really easily. Mm. And I've also been, uh, sorry, I've also uh, <laughs> making, <laughs> like, music itself and writing a lot of song lyrics. Yeah. And um, what is it about um, drumming that you like about it? I think the main thing is, like, it's intense. Say compared to mm-hmm. playing like a acoustic guitar, I guess it's more intense. You're like whacking things. Mm. I think that's why I like about it. I like to whack things and make sound and make like beats. It's just I don't know. I'm just drawn mm. to it. Mm. Can we say? Can we contrast that um, intensity with song lyrics? Do you feel like um, writing songs? is more therapeutic or both or um yeah what's how did you yeah what's your how does songwriting help in contrast to drumming or is it both similar well for me right now songwriting is more therapeutic because i'm just a beginner drummer and i don't Mm -hmm. have a drum kit um yeah literally just working things random objects but i guess songwriting is writing lyrics is better because I can actually get the thought out of my head. Yeah. And I don't know how to write, like, what is it called? I don't know how to write beats or whatever it's called for drums yet, so I can't express myself in that way yet. Yeah. Would you like to share um one or two lines of your song lyrics? No, this is deep. Yeah. Do you want to read the first the first line and the last line or actually any any part? you think is your um, favorite let's pick one that's not likely to trigger i don't know I okay just say yeah. a content warning here because 
these lyrics are very deep and it's like okay. written and from a place of not very good mental health so yeah mm-hmm. just content warning for everyone let me just read the last the second i don't know a verse from the first entry i made it's um okay. sometimes i wonder why i keep holding on when everything seems to be falling apart and the pain of psychological torment could be terminated with physical pain to end it all mm. that was like three days ago Mm. Thank you for sharing that, Lev. Mm. Yes. Do you feel like uh, they're more song lyrics or spoken word or like poetry? Yeah. Well, it could be both because without music itself, like it really sounds like a poem. But like, uh, if I like gotcha, recorded, gotcha. Yeah. with music, then it's gonna be more like song lyrics. So you can be either way. Yeah. You know how I use it. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Don't know if um everyone knows, but yeah, Lev um writes really well. So um yeah, writing writing is a good way to get your thoughts down on paper and also reveals how you feel inside yeah so that's good uh loving uh love is using that as an outlet um something that i have been doing as an outlet daily yeah still trying to walk um with my dog yeah still trying to find and create time for quiet time my own space and close the door away from everyone. Yeah, that really helps. And yeah, not sure what happened this week. Is this? Yeah, I feel like we can share just briefly that. Um, yeah, emotions. Yeah, emotions do really go up and down, and it's very unpredictable. So. Um, Having yeah, having a daily practice of some sort helps to manage manage that when it's extreme. Um, and and oh, good! It's good that it's leading into um, the topic of our conversation, which is friendships. Because yeah, I've learnt, especially during this lockdown time, that um, although we do we might feel like we're totally like locked out or we feel like, oh, we're, we're the only ones feeling or thinking about this. It, uh, I don't know, just having to just chat with another human being helps kind of get yourself from being in a cage of your mind and thinking about yourself all the time. So, yeah, in friendships, let's keep it open. Um, Lev, what, do you, what have you learned um, this year, especially during lockti- um, lockdown, um, in terms of friends? I don't know if this is a learning, but it's the first thing that comes to mind is being more grateful for the time that I can spend with friends face-to-face and not have to just yeah. communicate over technology all the time. Yeah. 
And I've That's also learned that, well, I don't, I don't know if I learned this this year, but it's definitely been reinforced that if two people really care about each other and want the friendship to work, mm. there will be effort put in by both sides. Um, mm. I've had long distance friendships for years now. So it's not really a foreign mm-hmm. concept to me, um, being close to someone but never meeting them in person yet, or not like not having the chance mm-hmm. to meet them in person yet. And like, we get creative with how we, I guess, build up the friendship, mostly through video calls and whatnot. But yeah, basically, what I'm trying to say is the. Well, I, in my case, I will always find a way to make something work if I really care about the person. Like, regardless of whatever yeah. obstacles are thrown my way, I will do everything in my power to make it work. Hmm. How about, um, how do you feel that by having another friend that you could open up? to and trust or have fun with helps with uh, your health and mental well-being it definitely helps uh, I was talking to Juliet earlier like before we started recording about this but in my life if something is out of balance like if my if the social aspect of my life is out of balance for example or my physical health yeah. or if something is out of balance I will eventually crash and burn and especially during lockdown friends have yeah. definitely helped to keep my sanity yeah it's very fun but that's literally mm-hmm. what it's been doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I talk to my blood family mm-hmm. about most of the things I tell my chosen family yeah if I didn't have anyone then I would have just all these thoughts would just be on my head yeah. and I would just lose myself completely that's really good you mentioned that. Have you heard the quote, um, no man is an island? No. Yeah, it's a good one to remember. No man is an island. I just thought of that when you shared that. Um, that's good Lev shared that because um, in my case, two and a half years ago in 2018, when I was going through um, a low period, I actually... I learned from that. That was because I didn't make time. I pushed away. I didn't make time to check in with friends. I was just hanging on and like uh, clinging on to everything that came to me, whether that be like meeting, um, booking in like events, meetings, one thing after another. Um, and I was working part-time. I was doing volunteering while I was and doing part-time work. So I wasn't sure if, whether I had time for myself, time for family and time for social life. Yeah. So, and then when I went downhill, I realised my mental state was hard because I was like, oh, now where do I go to to um you know talk about this or go oh you know to to re- <laughs> to relieve my like 
thoughts that I probably was overthinking or exaggerating. I yeah, because I I didn't um maintain my friendships. I I wasn't I wasn't able yeah, I didn't feel like I could just go, you know, after like, I don't know, a few months or even a whole year of um going, oh, you know. Yeah, that would be that would be that would be that would be weird. So but I don't know how um, divinely appointed reflect back on. Yeah. Um, yes, I did meet um, uh, a friend, a human who helped me get through that period. And along came, you know, other community members. And two years, which is now in lockdown, it's so weird. Like I'm relying on phone calls. FaceTime video calls now that, you know, restrictions are easing, like I'm, you know, really putting that in my diary and I asked Lev like, oh, when can we go hiking next? But like um, I really do feel now like even with, you know, even that I'm surrounded with family 24-7 every day and when I, you know, listen to music by myself or I read by myself, it still feels empty. So it's like, oh, life is worth living when um, you do it with someone. And as I'm saying this, I remember, um, oh, my mom's singing in the background. <laughs> I, remember, I remember this film I watched called Into the Wild, right? It's about um, this young boy. And um, he had parents who wanted him to finish uni, so graduate and then work his way, you know, up to get a good job, all the house, cars and stuff. But this young man, he's like, mom, dad, I don't want it. You know, he was, he just was just like, he had, he want, he desired something else. And he um, actually sold sold all his um stuff he only carried like I think like a bag his clothes an apple or something like that he um gave a check of his savings um away and off he trekked and decided like the title said into the wild so he was thinking that he would find life in the wild alone so he found a caravan and he lived there every single day with the animals and he he noted his thoughts and you know he was free uh you know he would meet a few people you know he also you know camped there and then near the end um I don't know what day he was up to probably a few months um and you know unfortunately he ate um one of the fruits in the bushes but you know it was poisonous and he didn't know um he he wrote that uh uh happiness is only real when shared so I didn't get that until only recently when I met um I was in one of the community members and um yeah one of the this girl um said yeah she totally flipped my perspective like I thought you know life would be so 
free, you know, living on your own, you know, getting away from everyone. And when she said that, you know, that that movie was sad, I thought that movie was freeing because, you, you know, you're free. He was the wife, but she's like, you know, you know, didn't you get the ending? You know, happiness is only real when shared. And now I've realized Julianne just rambled. <laughs> but yes, that's that's the whole um that's the whole gist and um it's not even a philosophy. It's um a like I feel like life it's it's like without um really trying to relate and connect and be vulnerable and talk about these kind of stuff then you know you're just like on your own and it's really it's really lonely and um yeah so lockdown's been lonely but I would say it's been enriched from from the chats and uh the late night talks and um all that kind of stuff so yeah like Lev so similar on the same on the same wavelength very grateful um yeah without this I reckon I would still be like rushing about and you know so you know it's when you know you kind of slow down you go oh right you know yeah so yeah this time um this time yeah and I I encourage everyone as well um instead of like you know building and you know building gaining stuff that we can you know um, we can get instantly, like a con- like you know, as a consumer, like you know, we buy something, we get it really quickly, or you know, we buy take off food instead of that. But like, really, really work on um, taking the time, and yeah, whether it be one or two times a week, or yeah, be a human. I guess that's part of it. Just uh, checking in, and um, yeah, because you'll be surprised that the person you're talking to also has gone through or yeah thought about some things or felt the same things and <laughs> and yes Liv do you want to say something okay. um yeah, I also <laughs> want to say that it's okay to be selective about who you choose to spend your time with because Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't. I don't know mm-hmm. if I did this in a podcast before, but we have limited time, energy, and attention as humans, and we can't yeah. be sensitive to everyone. And yeah, yeah. In my experience, mm-hmm. it's going to be selective because I don't, in my case, I don't yes. like superficial friendships, like the 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 ones where it's mm-hmm. very casual and like small talk it doesn't end too well for me. Like, we just don't talk for that long. And the people who I consider mm. to be my chosen family, we have very deep and meaningful connections. And I... Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. A very important thing for me is being able to be vulnerable around these people and not feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable about it or, like, feel the need to have to hold myself back. I call it censoring myself. So not having to yeah. censor myself and like what if uh, they don't like this thing or like what if they judge me for this? Like yeah. it doesn't happen in my chosen family. It's like I'm me, hundred percent me. Nothing's held back. Yeah. At all. Yeah. 
Um, can I share something again? Um, to enlighten further on what Lev said. Um, so one, you know, self-care is that, you know, uh, well, yeah, I feel like, yeah, it, you can't be, you can be, you know, hospitable and, you know, try and make peace and be, you know, friendly with everyone you can be friends. So that's, but I feel like over the, with, you know, social media and Facebook friends, we've kind of, I don't know, like friends is just like, what is like, yeah, with Lev saying, you know, being selective, even if it's just like one or two friends that you consider that, yeah, you can be vulnerable with. Yeah. That's, that's your go-to squad that you can count on um so those yeah um that's yeah your second second what was it left blood blood chosen family, family. You, you used chosen family <laughs> chosen family not blood family yeah chosen family um where was joanne going with this and um to add another further layer on that is I feel like everyone in life now I don't know what perspective or what you might heard from this but um during Julianne's low period I really lived in a bubble mind head frame of you know you know people kind of just there and um, you're just you know going through the motions um now I realize that in life I don't know how I don't know if it's predestined or but there are particular times when you meet someone or they come to your life at the right time place and with what you're going through and yeah you probably have heard the terms kindred spirits so yes so if ever if um you guys are um seeking something, I reckon other than you know seeking work and meaningful work, um um seeking like a good friend or a kindred spirit, like someone who you can like go whoa, you know. You just meet them and then you can feel like you can just talk and talk and talk and talk. I feel like everyone has has that friendship. Um, yeah, it's a gift. Um, it's a gift. So I say, like, yeah, very, very grateful. And yeah, and I feel like that's something worth really worthwhile to to keep it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what I've said, if. Um, I didn't have my friends. I don't know. I don't know how I'll be able to keep on going. Yeah, that's all. Yes. Would you going like to back add to the social there? media thing, I realized I've been using the word friend very loosely, and I call people friends even though oh. they aren't really my friend. But I just like they're more acquaintances. But then mm. I've been using the word friend. And now, like, I'm being more 
intentional mm. with who I call friend and who I just call like okay maybe they're just a classmate or maybe they're just an acquaintance or a workmate but not really a friend and thinking about mm. Facebook like I some people on my list they have like over a thousand friends and I think how yeah. many of these so-called friends will actually be there for you when you're at your worst who would actually listen to you who would mm. actually you know not judge you when you're being vulnerable like who how many people can you yeah. actually turn to and not just like yeah have them to like our statuses yeah i don't see the number of followers yeah. or the number of friends on my list as like i don't care about that it's like meaningless to me i'm like okay yeah. that's just a number like it doesn't really have any meaning mm. what really does have meaning is the quality of connections i have with people i i also i sort of want to talk about toxic friendships but i should save that for another episode it's gonna be very oh, yeah we'll save our we... toxic friends oh okay okay yeah we'll save toxic flags yeah so yes uh so we've chatted for quite a bit Liv, how long was that minutes. minus the 15 minutes of the start so 30 <laughs> minutes. yeah 30 35 cool um yeah thanks for listening um and uh yeah end of october so when we see you all next week we it will be november last month of spring um who knows um what will happen next week um but for this week um before we check in with you all yes again i'm gonna try and sleep well um try and get some vitamin d well uh julian's also gonna try and drink water well uh trying yeah that's it yes it came yes it came to mind um taking like the daily simple mundane everyday things yeah with gratefulness and do it well simple is good so yes yeah. the your turn ending yeah it's more self-discipline stuff i only have three words find your balance oh gosh <laughs> another one to add um to your <laughs> lionheart live quote life Mind your balance. <laughs> Love that. Thanks, Liv. All right. Um, good night or good afternoon or good morning. Um, with whatever time you are listening to this. Oh, wait, am I so- Liv, can you say goodbye? <laughs> That's all, folks. That's all, folks. <laughs>